0: Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with New Orleans-based jazz bassist Ben Fox. We talked about his new 2023 album, Ben's Bob. On this project, he wanted to create an album rooted in the bebop tradition made by young players thriving in the present New Orleans. As a kid, he grew up listening to the classic 50s bop albums from Blue Note. Originally, he's from Palo Alto, California, and he has been playing low notes in his adopted home of New Orleans for nearly 10 years. He's got a great story. It's
1: great to catch up with you. Thank you for reaching out to the program. Thanks for taking a minute out. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, anytime.
1: Before we get into your album, you know, I think us, all of us collectively looking at March on a calendar brings back PTSD because it was just this time three years ago that everything just completely came to a grinding halt. So I'm curious with you how you survived this three year pandemic period and how has
2: changed the way do you approach things now? Um, that's a great question. Unlike I think most people, I actually had a really great time. Um <laughs> uh I was um I uh I had this house, but it was like the weather in New Orleans was amazing. So I just hung out in my backyard and I had been working really hard. I'd been gigging every single day for like a a long time too long. Um, and when everything shut down, I actually felt this huge weight lifted off my shoulders and I was like, Oh, now I can like escape the grind for a second and kind of reassess. And after, you know, dealing with the isolation was a little bit different, um, difficult, but after that kind of settled out, um, I was able to be like, what do I really want to do with my music? You know? And, um, Basically, I was like, cool, I need to like produce some legit art of my own uh, rather than just play in other people's bands because it's really easy to do that as a bass player. Um, and uh, so that's what I kind of started trying to do.
1: So this album, Benz Bop has to feel good now that with everything coming out, it's, it's an album that you put out yourself. What what's the overall feeling about releasing this right
2: now? I feel really good about it. Um I'm I'm excited that folks are seem to be having a good response to it. Um I I put a lot of time and effort into it and and uh I'm I don't know, I just I am really gratified pretty much um that I was able to make it happen <laughs> cuz you know, I know a lot of people who are my peers who like haven't gotten around to making it happen, um, and I, I just feel really grateful that, that I was able to do that. And and also, um, yeah, I don't know. That's I guess that's how I feel.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, so with this album, talk to me a little bit about what you're hoping the listener gets from this experience.
2: One of the reasons I moved to New Orleans was because I I love uh old stuff and old music. I went to like modern jazz school back in the day, um but I moved to New Orleans to play much older styles. But um during the pandemic especially I realized that I still really like bebop and there's this interesting bebop exists in this funny time which is like uh you know the 1950s and 60s which is still called modern jazz but it's uh that was like a long time ago now at this point in 2023 um, and so i was listening to all of this classic stuff and i was like this is a really great sound but there isn't new stuff coming out that actually sounds like this um, that I've been able to find. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that sounds really modern and new. And then there's other stuff, which is like trying to be, um, in this older period, which comes from the revival tradition. Um, and that stuff is usually trying to be 1910s, 20s and 30s and sometimes 40s. Um, and so I hope that the listener gets like some new stuff. If they're into this period, like I am, (laughs) um, I hope they dig it. I don't know. It's it's uh, it's like that, I guess. Yeah,
1: no, that's well said. I, I like the way that you put that because I think that's the thing from my end of things whenever I'm curating, going through, and putting together a weekly show and really getting into this music is that I think that... I think it's... What I try to do is I do not want to pitch and hold myself showcasing this art form with things that just existed in the past... I want right. to get modern and the past, but I think it's good that, you know, we're always all standing on the shoulders of giants. I think it's great to revisit that era and put your own spin on it. So I, I think that's well said, and I think it's... Because I love bebop personally, for me. You know, yeah. I'm baptized by, you know, Miles Davis is kind of blue, and, and I'm mm-hmm. from the home of Bird, and all of that was oh, right. a part of... You know, that's all of that's been a part of my, my world. You know, of course, you're... In New Orleans, and the and in the initial that the baptism from New Orleans was that kind of 1910s 20s kind of thing. The, the beginning exactly. of Jelly Roll Armstrong, that kind of thing. So it is yeah. good to you know go back into that Disney realm and really you know Horace and all those cats and really dig into it. Um, so with that being said, we're throwing around all these cities and names and all of that. Tell me where you were born and raised, and how jazz became your focus, and how it bloomed into you being a musician today.
2: All right. Um, I was born in Palo Alto, California, um, which is not a place known for a whole lot of culture, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I pretty much always knew I wanted to be an improviser of some kind. I had some, like, like an uncle who was always really excited about Charles Mingus. <laughs> and so uh, he gave me and, and my mom... Uh, you know tapes that he had made of all these Charles Mingus records and um that was that was some of the first stuff that I listened to um as well as like uh my dad's pretty into like Thelonious Monk and uh and, and other stuff you know we listened to a lot of classical music growing up too um but um basically uh when I looked at Um, when I looked at the possibilities for having a, for being a professional, um, you know, uh, because, uh, I knew if I wanted to be like my idols, I had to go somewhere where I could play every day. Um, because, (laughs) you know, just with my natural talents, I'm like not that good. Um, I needed a lot of experience and uh I felt that um, New Orleans was the place for me to have that just stage time that I needed um, and uh to develop things from there. So I guess that was the progression. I went to college also in there. I mm-hmm. thought I wasn't going to be a musician for a little while. Um, I went to instrument repair school, but, uh, you know, music is a is a delightful addiction. I guess you could say.
1: Yeah, that uh, that could be on a bumper sticker or a t-shirt, right there. Um, <laughs> so, what was the first live jazz show that you ever saw that blew you away?
2: Oh, that I ever saw, man! When I was really little, I think this was. I must have been probably five or six. There was a, I don't even know why I still remember this. I There was a, there was a uh art fair that my parents took me to and there was a all saxophone group. Um, and I think they were called the Nuclear Whales, if I remember correctly. And it was like all the different sizes of saxophones. And I remember hearing them play like, like. You know, it was like a soprano and a tenor and an alto and a berry and a bass sax, I think. And I remember seeing the bass sax and being like, wow, that's a crazy instrument. What an incredible noise. <laughs> and they seem to be having so much fun.
1: Talk to me a little bit about this. this, this, this the process of being a musician, is there's so many things in the back end that the public don't see, that, that they don't realize it goes into us. But on the front, you know, you have performances and recorded music and all of these levels of being involved with the music. What do you like the best about being a professional musician?
2: That's a great question. Um, well, I mean, when the band is really happening, there's nothing like it. You know, when the, when the music is really, really awesome, it's an incredible feeling. Um, that's not always the case. You know, uh, there's always off nights and uh sometimes there's more off nights than on nights but the on nights definitely um make up for it it's it's a it's a crazy like way to connect to other people i think other other musicians and the audience as well why do you love jazz
1: what is it about jazz that you love so much
2: i love improvising i love the idea that people can come up with cool stuff um based on what other people around them are doing I love seeing that um sort of like lattice of of information and thought kind of create itself um, in real time. I I I I love also, you know, I also love seeing actors improvise. Um uh sketch comedy is super fun. Um but um, jazz has that aspect. And and so, so there's, that's, that's about half of it. And then the other half for me is, um, I always, I just, I really love, uh, you know, dense harmonies are really beautiful to me. Actually, any harmonies, harmonies, (laughs) um, right on. Yeah. And, and there's, there's such a beautiful variety that we get to deal with, um, in jazz. And there's so many great, um, like so many great compositions that are so different and we get to, to sort of like, they're like all these different, um, playgrounds and stuff.
1: You know, being in new Orleans, it's one of the original cradles of jazz, what what stage did you finally get a play on where you were kind of smitten by it? Like, wow, I can't believe this is happening.
2: By the by, the city.
1: Or... No, like an actual venue that you got to play in, like a place, a stage, um, like just yeah, oh. like playing <laughs> in a place. Yeah,
2: that's funny. Um, well, I mean, it kind of happened in stages because initially I came down there. I was just busking every day. Uh, on the street, on Royal Street. And, um, I had been doing that in other cities all over the country and actually all over the world, um, at that point in my life. But, I mean, really, when I just got there, I was like, whoa, I'm in New Orleans and doing this. And like, I'm totally not starving right now. (laughs) You know, today. (laughs) Um, and that was, that was a really amazing feeling right when i first moved there and then of course i was like cool i can do that like maybe i could play some real gigs inside and then when i got to do that i was like whoa this is amazing i can like you know people are actually hiring me and then it, it you know it happened i uh, um in stages uh throughout um just kind of yeah in stages Progressively, I guess I have set my sights higher and higher, um, and and I, I yeah I suppose I set these little goals for myself, and every time I I get there, it's it never ceases to be amazing. Like it's always awesome. Like if I if I try and do a new thing and it works i'm always very excited
1: so everyone out there has a perception of you an idea of who they think you are your family your friends your fans but ultimately you live your life what's your perception of you who do you think you are
2: (laughs) who do i think i am (laughs) (laughs) man i don't know uh um i'm uh well i'll tell you what i hate labels so (laughs) there's that um But, uh, since you asked, I suppose, uh, I'm a, uh, gay bass player, you know, playing jazz in New Orleans most of the time. And, uh, I mean, this is a little bit off-brand, perhaps, but I'm a nerd, first and foremost. I would say (laughs) that's, I mean, the quest for new knowledge of stuff is, like, very, very, uh, It's a a thick through line through my
0: life, I suppose.
1: So, hey, Ben, thank you for reaching out to the show. Thank you for taking a minute out. Best of luck with the album and everything as we move forward. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you so much. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview. We give you a bit of insight into the finest cats in California, New Orleans, Kansas City, and spots all over the world giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to Ben for his time, energy, and cool. If you want to hear more Neon Jazz interviews, you can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Subscribe to us on YouTube. And for everything Neon Jazz, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends.
1: Neon Jazz.